You're listening to Grant's Rants. Subscribe and spread the word. There are a lot more rants to come. Listen anytime on all major podcasting platforms. And now, back to the show. And we're back on the podcast. And oh, just in the quick break, Tim and I were just talking a little bit more about Kathy and like, just like, I just, I want to just finish the thought, I guess, of just saying that, like, I'm hoping that there's a new Kathy now. I, I do feel like the the patriarchy, the business, uh, the the previous administration, now the pills, I feel like a lot really kind of cracked her up a bit. And um, I'm just hoping that now that she can be a little more centered. I agree 100%. I, 110%. I w- wish nothing but good things for Kathy Griffin because she's just a comedian that just everyone took. I mean, that was like front page news for way too long. And it was insane. Uh, comedians should not get that much press. I mean, can you imagine going through all that? I and mean, a lot of people can say she brought out herself, but like just as a human being going through that, like the no fly list and, you know, just just everything that she's talked about. And now this with the health scare and all this, I mean, it's just anyone would freak over that. Anyone would lose their mind. Yeah. I know I would. I yeah. mean, I just thinking about it hurts my brain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's switch gears to uh, Megan Meekane, as I call her, uh, making her exit from The View this last week. She finished out the season. Um, Tim, thoughts? I, you know, I, I know that there has to be one person on the show that doesn't agree with the rest of the ladies. I don't I wouldn't want to be in her shoes. And, you know, I guess she did a good job. I can't say I'm a cheerleader for her because I find her what she has to be a cheerleader for is tough because it's a bunch of crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she said many times she's like the only conservative voice in mainstream media, uh, or at least only conservative female voice. And I mean, I've I've said on this podcast for months, she, she cannot be happy there. What she has to do daily over there and what she how she's acted out just shows that she was like miserable she was never a team player i found her at many times to be more unprofessional than not but uh you know i will say she did attempt to challenge the women and you know she did have to make arguments and pull arguments from you know fox news which you know is not you know not really considered news to many people but she had to present that i think uh, i think fox news is the best journalism just kidding oh yeah i was gonna say okay yeah all right yeah i mean she had to present she did present a different view where i will say like nine out of ten times the other women had the exact same talking points of each other you know like they backed each other up so she was the only other voice many a times that was like well conservative people in the middle of the country would say this. So like, at least there was something different, whether you agreed with it or not. I mean, you've got the other four women just nodding as each other is speaking, reading their cards. I mean, it's a little much of talk about preaching to the choir. I mean, at least she could say something a little different, a different note. What do you think they'll bring back Candace Kim and Beret? Oh no, no, she did nothing for that show. I hope not. <laughs> now, there is. A, I mean, go ahead. It's in the same vein. I mean, th- I mean, I know that's their job. I, those women were very similar. But Meghan McCain just seemed to, to come across a little more like a spoiled little brat, whereas 
Yeah, that's my two cents. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I'm saying. I even wrote it here. I was like her her presentation was off. Her delivery was not good. She could have handled it much better and made her points and been more respected. Honestly, if she didn't have to literally roll her neck at Whoopi Goldberg. You know, I mean, it's a little much. You know, I mean, we're just doing a daytime talk show here. But that's that's the true view. That is, don't get me started, that is the mm-hmm. fabric of that show. It started at the top with Barbara. That is a cutthroat show. They are urged and pushed, but only so far you can go. You know, you, they want you to argue, they want you to be aggressive, but you can't overdo it. You have to toe the line, you have to keep those corporate talking points going. It just was not a fit for her. And, I mean, maybe it was because she got a lot of press and she brought a lot of press and engagement to the show. I mean, the view is trending at least once a week, I will say. Yeah. I mean, that, that matters to somebody. And, you know, I will give Megan McCain this. She was an excellent uh, guest on Watch What Happens Live because she definitely had opinions about the housewives. So I did enjoy her on that, but yeah. not really the view because – and, I, again, I understand what her job in is. I would not want to be in her shoes, but I also think – uh, she, you know, if the other women were making sense, get on the making sense train and not, it, I don't know. Sometimes I know her job was just to argue, to argue. Mm-hmm. And towards the end, the women picked up on that too, because she would make very argument, like argumentative points, very direct points. She'd reference the name of another co-host, you know, sometimes Sunday, many times joy say things and they would never get a response. It would just go right to the next person. Like what we would ask some other questions or some other like meandering question about like a lot of people are really upset about vaccinations you know do you stay up night do you stay late up at night worried about vaccinations sarah like they would just move right on to like they wouldn't acknowledge her point is what i'm saying and that was yeah the exact opposite of what the point of the show is so at towards the end they just like let her speak and then cut the mic and then went well tickle took a left turn you know i mean it was just (laughs) pointless i mean that had to be frustrating because you feel like you're kind of being shut down a bit yeah i don't know i mean yeah i wouldn't i don't want her job but i also don't like her (laughs) yeah yeah there's a scathing hollywood reporter article uh it's the title is waiting to exhale on megan mccain's departure from the view and i mean they were there they're no fans of megan in this article i mean they really they kind of call it like they saw it, like we all saw it, really. But um, they didn't give her too much credit, I'll tell you that. But it's an interesting read if you want to know more. I agree. It was a great read. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And they're just going to put another pinhead in that position. I mean, you know, people act like, yes, we got Megan out of there. I mean, you're, be careful what you wish for because, you know, a, a Tommy, Lauren, and other people are waiting in the wings for an ABC News contract. I mean... I don't know for sure, but I mean, who is that girl, that Kaylee McEnany? I mean, I don't know. Would they eat her alive on this show? Would Whoopi Oh my God, set? that would be, I would love that, but I it would be so hard on the other four women every day to just listen to nonsense. Yeah. I mean, I, I are, that's also like, that's a tough position, like casting wise. Are we moving past the Trump era or are we still going to give them a megaphone and give them a place to speak on the view. I mean, and then are the other women just going to walk off the set? Like, or are we going to go with like another Megan McCain light? Like you said, Candace Cameron. Um, I don't know. I don't know where they go from here. I mean, if they get McElhaney, I'm completely butchering that name. I think it, there could be some kind of like, 
look, we are showing you crazy every day. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it'd be a good thing. They'll definitely continue to trend. Yeah, if that's the goal is like social media engagement at this point, like I guess then, yeah, just go just go full in. Um, but I hate to give them a platform. I really do. I totally agree. It's a double-edged sword. Like yeah. we have to show what crazy is or just keep calling them crazy. <laughs> okay. This is too good to not use as a transition. Speaking of crazy and calling them crazy and showing crazy, Sheila Carter is returning to the bold and the beautiful. And the timing of having you as a co-host couldn't be better. Yes, I, I will. It would just happen on Friday. The, it was the big reveal. Finn, the Tanner, Tanner Nolan, I think his name is. His mother is Sheila. Yes. And like those who know me for a long time know that I love the soaps. And I think Bold and the Beautiful I had such a love-hate relationship with. And I've said forever, the only character that would get me to watch Bold full-time would be a full-on Sheila return. And we got it. And there's a contract involved. I am so in. I had to talk. I'm just so excited. I had to talk about it on the podcast. No, it's. A, I'm so happy because you know I am. I always feel like I'm a lone, bold, and beautiful fan because <laughs> I've started watching it in 1999, and I pretty much watch it every day. Um, I love it, but I can say with with the characters this bad, it definitely has a shelf life. Um, because you know, there's only so many times you can throw a vase or a slap or tackle someone. Cause that's what Sheila does on this show. It's very violent. Yes. She's aggressive. Yes. She is like, we're not kidding. Like for those who are just listening to this and don't know Sheila, I mean, yeah. I mean, she's threatened to harm an infant. I mean, she's drowned someone in a hot tub. Like, uh, this is not, she is a bad bitch. And yeah, I get, yeah, I get the shelf life, but like, Ooh, I need that soap deliciousness, though. I need, I like someone that is just, and this show, Bold and the Beautiful, needed a villain. And I like that she's just an unapologetic villain. No, I'm so glad. I did, what do you think of um, her son on the show, Tanner Nolan, marrying Steffi? Do you, are you intrigued by that whole storyline, or do no, you care? No <laughs> marriages intrigue me, because they last for six months on the show, if you're lucky. So I don't have much of an interest in their, their relationship. But I think it's a great plot device to get her in and to have some conversations where we can build context of who Sheila is, who she was. You know, now she's got this in with the Forrester family. So I am excited about just kind of that there's an organic connection again. Uh, The last time they had Sheila on, it was totally botched. It was lousy, but it did lay a lot of groundwork for I think what we're about to see. I agree. And I I hope she goes head to head with Quinn again because they had like a full on battle. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was like, it was almost blood drawn. I mean, I mean, she went after Quinn with that fire poker and then she carefully put it back in its place. I was like, oh my God, I love this. Covering her Yeah, tracks. and it's so weird. It's so weird for a daytime soap to get so violent. And and, and I probably sound like Megan McCain sounding like that, but it's it's daytime and it's, that's like, it's like rated R violence. <laughs> Well, I appreciate it because it's just soapy goodness to me. It's just, it's a cat fight, you know, at the end of the day. And that's what I need more of. And I just, I'm just really happy about it. And I think the show is handling it well. However, I will give one small criticism. The promos, and this is not, nothing against Bold. This is more CBS Daytime. The promos that they're using, they're they're too worried about making the show look fun. And Sheila is such a dark character. They could have done an incredible promo that would have had people on the edge of their seats 
that just was like, Sheila is this badass villain bitch that you want to see what she's going to do next versus it being like, oh my God, she's throwing a vase. Like, no, no, no. We need to paint Sheila as for the true character she is. So Yeah, uh, this show could go a little darker. I think so. It Bring does... us Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Sheila edition. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> for uh, our last uh, two topics, uh, we're going to pivot completely away from daytime. I want to talk a little bit about Britney. Uh, there was a Variety article, and it's basically the title is Britney Spears personal conservator fights back after Jamie Spears alleges singer is mentally sick and needs a psychiatric hold. Um, uh, did you look at this article, this variety article? I, I did. And I must say that anytime I hear any story about Britney Spears, I always associate him associate the story with you just cause like, I know that you are like the biggest Britney fan. So I, I love that you are such a fan and I, and I honestly feel like you were the one that started free Britney. I know, I don't know if that's true, but I feel that I cannot take credit, but in my like circle, I like to think I was ahead of the times a little bit with like, just, I I wasn't the first, but like with people and like just spreading awareness and like, yeah, I I feel like I was kind of the one of, at least in my group, the first to kind of tell people like, Hey, this is really not right. What's going on here. But um, you know, things are bad because the, for, Team Con, as they call them, the conservatorship, the pro-conservatorship people. We're talking about Jamie. We're talking about the family. Uh, Team Con is in trouble. They're all turning at each other. Uh, now Jamie has turned on the temporary conservator, Jody. There's a lot of J's in this world. Um, <laughs> he's basically been dragging her and blaming her for everything that Brittany has complained about so far. Yet he has been the longtime conservator and her father. He will not give up control. Uh, so now Jamie is saying that Jody, the temporary conservator, ha- told him, Jamie, uh, recently that Brittany is mentally sick and that she wanted to place Brittany under a 51 hold, 5150 hold. Now, a 5150 hold to me is the equivalent of a buzzword to get in a headline article just to continue to paint Brittany as this crazy person. But public opinion has Jamie guilty and Brittany is highly favored. So th- is this grasping at straws? Uh, well, anytime you use the word 5150 as as a retired security guard, that was huge. Like, if you say that, then you're like coming through the movie studio, like with a car and shooting everyone. So I think that's I think 5150 is really harsh. Yeah, I think that's something that they were able to maneuver and manipulate and engineer not once but twice to get in this conservatorship. And I think it's like, oh, we might have to pull that card again because they're they're quickly losing ground. I mean, you know, I don't believe, though, that the I'm in my heart of hearts. I, I believe that Jody is now finally because only because attention is on her. But I believe she is trying to be an advocate for Brittany at this point. So I don't believe that uh, she wanted Britney to be in a 5150. I just want to read her rebuttal. This is a quote, at least it's a statement, whether it's from her or a team, and then we'll react. She says, at no time did Miss, well, well, I guess this is not from her, but here we go. 
At no time did Miss Montgomery express to Mr. Spears that Miss Spears, Brittany, would currently qualify for such a hold. The concern that Miss Montgomery did raise to Mr. Spears during their telephone call is that forcing Miss Spears, Brittany, to take the stand to testify or to have her evaluated would move the needle in the wrong direction for her mental health. This is in line with what Brittany has said. She does not want to be evaluated again. So that was, you know, twisted and taken out of context, allegedly, apparently. But I mean, Jamie is just, in my opinion, scraping the bottom. And, he, and he's losing big time. He's losing ground by the day. Yeah, I was always curious what your thoughts were on her. So I guess you just told me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I view her very low and very poorly. I mean, she's co- completely complicit in my point of view. But now, because you know the whole world is watching, and she's the one really kind of left holding the bag as the the temporary conservator day to day. I mean, yeah, she now has to defend herself because they're going to come they've, they've turned on her. So they're all eating each other alive, which is kind of what you want at this point. You know, let them eat each other alive while her new attorney does all the work. You know, and he's the one who I think is going to I think he's going to work cut out for him. I think this is going to go on for a very long time because there needs to be a full investigation. I think she, you know, there's going to be steps in this whole process, but let them eat each other alive. I couldn't care less what happens to Team Khan. Yeah, and it, I just feel- I mean, the whole situation is so sad. It is. It's worse than we thought, honestly. Yeah. No, I mean, after I saw that documentary, I looked at the whole situation so differently, obviously. It's just, it's mental illness a little bit. I mean, I think all of it, right? A lot. Whose part? Because I think Jamie needs to be put away personally. Well, are you saying Brittany? Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't go through what she's gone through with being forced to go into facilities and these engineered 5150s, um, having their kids taken away from them, losing their rights, being forced to work, having, you know, to be sterilized by their own father. I mean, who wouldn't crack under that? I mean, of course, she's there's, you know, something up. Is that enough to qualify for this crazy conservatorship? Absolutely not, in my point of view. Yeah, I think she just needs a really good break. Well, yeah, I mean, they're trying. They had a hearing set for December. They pushed it up to September 29th. And now her team is trying, which is a good thing. Her legal team, her hired lawyer, is trying to get this moved up for August 23rd, saying that this is really to her benefit. She, that We have to move on this. So I'm very impressed with the lawyer. I'm optimistic, but I think she's got to peel back on the Instagram a bit. Oh my gosh, that was an interesting thing that you just said about the Instagram. Like, um, yeah, I mean, what you're putting out there, like, isn't there a whole podcast on people overanalyzing um, her Instagram? There was, yeah, yeah. That's what really kicked off the movement, I, yeah. Yeah, I find that very interesting that, that you can make a whole podcast. I guess a podcast can be about anything, but that was very interesting to me, like dissecting every aspect of someone's life through a picture. Yeah, they really went deep, and like there's Brittany's Instagram is perhaps the perhaps the biggest living mystery on the planet. Uh, Brittany herself is quite a mystery herself, and just like she's very elusive. Yet one moment she's sitting there in a Target bikini on the beach talking to her fans, and then the post disappears, and it's like, well, what happened to that? Or I mean, I know a couple got removed. Um, I, I think that she really should lay low right now. I think less is more. We don't need to have her answer questions about Lay's potato chips and like 
all these crazy things. Um, which I mean, I find like playful. She's getting her voice back. She's ha- she just got an iPad. I mean, she's literally learning how to live her life at 39 years old, and she's getting she's gaining more freedoms. So if everyone's gonna trip up, everybody would, and I do daily. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, in her defense, like, just let her live. But now you've got people like Bri- uh, Brian from the Backstreet Boys saying, you know, she really needs to be careful that she's being looked at with, a, like, um, like, a microscope. I mean, she is. I think maybe she should be, like, extra careful. But the posts that go up and then are deleted are just really questionable. Like, don't do right. that. It, it and, and be, there is a mystery when a post is deleted. It makes Very it much so, so much more intriguing. As a voyeur, I find that very interesting when when someone deletes something and then it's back or right. goes away and comes back. You know, there there it makes everything so much more like mysterious. Yeah, like did you see those topless posts that were like on off on off? Yeah, odd. I mean, if I had a body like that, I'd probably show it too. Well, yeah. I mean, my defense of that is like, look, her dad owned her sexuality and her body basically as she's told us. So like now if she has a camera and wants to go on, like she's not really hurting anybody by doing that. She's regaining control of her body. I mean, if that's how she wants to do it in a public way after being silenced for so long, like again, like whatever, whatever. Yeah, no. And we, we were all born naked. So who cares? Well, Aaron Carter would agree with you heading into our oh last God. topic. Um, oh, my God. I love this topic. Aaron Carter, perhaps best known now for his OnlyFans, is um, going to be singing in a show, a nude Vegas show called Naked Boys Singing! Exclamation mark. Is this off strip? This has to be an off strip show. Yeah, I mean, I... Don't get me wrong. My curiosity level is definitely interested, but probably everyone but Aaron. Like I'm sure the rest of the cast is pretty hot. I, but I, I'm guessing I've seen. I went to his Instagram. I felt sad. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a sad situation. I mean, you know, someone else who was just owned as a child by like these conglomerates, and like it's it's not a good look. I mean. He's really gone down. I guess, like at this point, we're, I guess we're lucky he's alive. It's got, it kind of seems like one of those situations. Yes, drugs were involved. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking up this Vegas show now, but um, I'm not seeing a venue. But I mean, I can't imagine that this is they're like opening this up to like you know the Venetian presents naked Aaron right. Carter and his tattoos. You're being very generous with that hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Is this more like, if it were to be on the strip, is this more like a circus circus situation? I would say circus circus is right. But I I mean, there is a curiosity. I mean, look at Luann's show. I mean, when something's so insane, there is curiosity. Yeah. Well, I'm just pulling up the Instagram. There are 28 followers and the one post of Aaron Carter. So there's very little information. But if those who are interested... You have to go to nakedboyssingingvegas.com and the show starts September 8th. So Let's go! <laughs> I could think of a lot of other things I'd rather see. But um, this is certainly intriguing to some, as I think Tim is, is very intrigued. Of course. I you know, Here, you say naked men, I'm, I'm like, what time? <laughs> but, um, I, but not Aaron Carter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say this one post on their Instagram, it's a very flattering photo of Aaron. I mean, maybe they just, you know, they place the head on the body. That's my, That might be what we're working with here. 
Right. And because I did see his Instagram and, and, you know, everyone has their thing. My thing is not tattoos. And he is covered. They're yeah. on his face. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this whole thing fell apart because even like the website just goes to like put your email in. Like there's no information. It's a fully nude musical review with 28 followers. I mean, I, I don't even know why we're even bothered to discuss it. I think this is well, you know, a new low. We, we, are, we are talking about it. So, you know, I'm sure others are talking about it, right? <laughs> yeah, I would imagine if Wendy was on for the summer, she'd be talking about this. She always, she's always talking about Aaron Carter. Please. Interesting. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you for joining me. I think we covered it all. I want people to support you and your podcast. Where can people find it and what can they expect? Uh, Happy Horror Time is a podcast that I do with my friend Matt Emmer, and we have so much fun. Um, we usually have like a guest on, or and an, our other episodes is just us talking about two movies. We try to get them as current as possible, so um, it's a lot of fun. And I definitely uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and yeah, it's uh, Happy Horror Time. Uh, we also you can find all our episodes at HappyHorrorTime.com. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Your show's been going for a while too. So like, good for you. It's a not easy thing. It's a lot of work. I know you yeah. make it look so easy. I love your show. Oh, thanks. I mean, I don't know. I wish I, I wish I could be more consistent, but life and work is definitely in the way right now, but I don't want to, I know. Well, because now we can go out. I mean, yeah. knock on wood. I don't know how for how long, but um, now our lives we can be social again. So it's yeah. going to be a little bit more harder to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really look to forward to being able to do this show in, in person uh, with people again, because I don't enjoy the virtual aspect of recording so much. And I just, I look forward to what's next and hopefully it's good things. So yes, thank you for listening. I love you for it. Be well. And we'll be back as always with more rants. My thanks to Tim Murdoch and that'll do it for us. See you soon. Bye. This has been Grants Rants. Follow Grants on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grants Rants. Cover art created by Howie Rone. Original theme music by Alexander Arntzen. The Grant Michael Collection. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.